everybody, this is Kelly. And this is Ashley. And welcome to the A&R Activism Revival Podcast. You already know why we're here. We're here to create dialogue, awareness, and solutions for social change and justice. And so we are your change agents for today. And so since it's our first podcast, we thought it would be only right if we introduce ourselves to you. So you exactly knew who you were going to be listening to over this time. So tell me, who are you, Kelly? Well, in short... Call me Harriet. I'm a modern <laughs> I'm a modern day abolitionist. I fight human trafficking. I'm passionate about Jesus Christ. I am saved, sanctified, filled with his spirit, and I feel as if um, God wants me by his power to influence and make change and bring change into this world. And one of the ways I do it is I fight human trafficking. So I'm really happy that we've fought human trafficking all over the world, India, Nepal, Greece, Guatemala, Brazil. And we even opened up Western New York's first restoration home for human trafficking victims called Mona's House. So if you ever want to learn some more about that, visit us online at www.projectmonashouse.com. Who are you, Ashley? I am a disciple. I'm a pastor. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm an advocate and an activist and a change agent. Uh, I am the founder of Mana House in Tulsa, Oklahoma, a home for girls that were aging out of the foster care system and or experiencing homelessness um, about Three years ago, I moved from Tulsa uh, to marry the love of my life, and we now live in Rochester, where we pastor um, what I believe is the greatest church <laughs> on Western New York, Glory House International. Uh, I am a disciple maker, um, but in order to do that, I have to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, and so I love him with everything in me, um, and I use that love to 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 overflow into into the love that I have for other people. So I am now uh, the founder of a new nonprofit called The Hub 585, where our mission and our vision is simple, is to see a city restored. And how do we do that? We see people first restored people to people and then people to God. And so um, I am in the middle of birthing my love child, which is the care portal, uh, which is a, it's a system that brings the needs of the most vulnerable children um, it, right, right to the front door of churches. And so uh, the care portal has a very close partnership with the department of human services and they love, they love, and they have so much faith in the church. And so they're starting to put their needs into the software so that our churches can begin, um, to make a connection with the most vulnerable population in Rochester. That's awesome. I love, I'm really, really, really excited that we get to do this podcast together. Um, I know that when I first heard about Ashley Cross, and we're going to tell you how we met in just a second, um, but when I first heard about Ashley Cross, I was in India um, because I am a full-time missionary. We have about 100 children over there, and we have churches, um, gardens, homes for for kids, and um, those are really my babies, and and my heart is really there. And I was overseas, and I heard, well, I I read on Facebook uh, my sister, Ashley um, Patrick, she's a, she and her husband, Jay Patrick, they pastor Liberation Church in Richmond, Virginia. They kept sharing this girl's post on Facebook. And I'm just like, man, this girl is brilliant. Um, she's always talking about how to run a nonprofit, how to, you know, establish a board. And I was really like intrigued because I realized that God had called me to start a nonprofit and I had not gone to college for that. I had no training. Um, I did you know, start up a church with Bishop S.Y. Younger, the Ramp Church International in Lynchburg, Virginia, look us up. Um, but I actually had no experience in running a board. And so I was mesmerized and educated constantly by this woman named Ashley Walker on Facebook. And so I requested her as my friend mm-hmm. and she accepted. And I basically was just stalking her online. 
Then all of a sudden, one day, she gets married and she like posts these wedding pictures and she's like, you know, as far as as much as I, I'm happy to be married, I'm sad to leave Tulsa, but I'll be pastoring alongside my husband in Rochester, New York. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to Rochester. And I'm originally from Buffalo. I'm like, that's only 45 minutes away. <laughs> and so the Buffalo News had done this article after I was almost kidnapped in Nepal. And uh, they started talking about how I wanted to open a home for human trafficking victims in Buffalo. And I shared it. And she commented on it. And she was like, oh my God, this is awesome. So I got on Facebook and I slid in her DMs. And I was like, <laughs> Ashley, you want to be my friend? No, nah, I didn't really say that. <laughs> but then like she tried to play me. A I did bit. not. Yeah, she did. I so, did not try to play you, so Kelly. I knew that Ashley was gonna um, deny all of these claims, so I've already <laughs> pulled up the the Facebook messages. And this is what I said to her. I said, Ashley, let me introduce myself. My name is Kelly, and I stalk you on Facebook page. I stalk your Facebook page every day. Ha ha ha. Anyway, and um, I just told her that I was in Buffalo. Um, I was in the United States for a little while longer, and I wanted to connect with her. Um, she played me and she was like, Hey Kelly, nice to meet you. Well, exclamation mark. That, that, that is an indicator of excitement. It, you, it wasn't like, Hey Kelly, period. It was, Hey Kelly. Hey Kelly. Don't you hear that? The the difference? Hey Kelly. Hey Kelly. Anyway, she said, nice to meet you. Well, kind of meet you. Cause we hadn't met. So it was kind (laughs) of meet you. (laughs) Well, I drove in a tornado snowstorm. Not really. I'm just over exaggerating because I want you all to feel bad for me. But I drove, <laughs> I drove to meet Ashley in Rochester, New York, and literally that one conversation, I was just like, I'm happy to be connected with her, and I really, really, really want, um, I want to continue to learn from her, and I also want to be her friend. And that was a couple years ago. That was, that was, that was three years ago. That was November 29, 2016. Since then, Ashley and her church have joined me on the mission field in Guatemala, and we worked in a garbage dump together. Um, when she brought her, her one-year-old baby on the mission field, I'm like, this girl must love me. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and, and so many other things and, and memories and, um, fun conversations and really being there and being able to pray for one another. And so Ashley called me one day and said, Kelly, you know, I really want to start a podcast. And I was like, me too. And then who better to start a podcast with than Ashley? So, um, that's kind of like how we met. And we realized that we were both really passionate about issues in the world, but we didn't just want to talk about them, but we wanted to be able to give the church some practical solutions on how to bring about change. And by doing that, we started a podcast. We started a podcast, (laughs) Activism and Revival. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly and I are extremely passionate about the work that we do. this isn't just a hobby for us. We didn't wake up in the morning and just say, hey, you know what? I, I think I want to do a little bit of, you know, work with kids in foster care. And I think I want to ju- just do a little bit of work with, you know, human trafficking um, overcomers. But this is what we live for. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that we do, it points back uh, to the deposits that we know that the Holy Spirit has made in us specifically for these populations. And so I know that I'm very excited to be able to share with you guys in a little bit of a, for me, a little bit more of an intimate setting 
um, than just a Facebook post. I, I can make a Facebook post, but it doesn't really give a voice to the passion. It doesn't really express how I really feel. Um, and so I wanted to take it a little bit step further than just posting the Facebook status, um, about, about vulnerable populations. I wanted to go a little bit further than just asking for you guys to join me in prayer, um, for kids that are in foster care. And I wanted to actually create a platform where you could hear my voice and hear the passion behind, um, what it is that, that Kelly and I stand for. And so, uh, that is just a small glimpse of who we are. Um, like Kelly said, she's a full-time missionary, y'all. She don't just go on missions trips. Like I just go on missions trips. I go on missions trips because I feel called and I feel like, I feel like all Christians should go on at least one missions trip, um, for humility's sake, just to, just to be humble, just to, just to see, um, what other cultures experience. Uh, but Kelly takes it a step further and she is a full-time for real missionary. Um, and so she has Mona's house. Um, I, I had Mana House. I merged it with another nonprofit when I moved here. Um, but now I'm excited to kind of share with you guys a journey on where God is taking me um, and where God is taking Kelly in this next season. So that is who we are. That's a little bit about what we do. That is how we met. Um, and that's a little bit of the mission for the A&R podcast. We really, like we said in the beginning, activism and, and revival podcast is where we create dialogue, awareness, and solutions for social change and justice. And so you're going to hear us talk on this podcast about several different issues. Um, you're going to hear us talk about right. um, kids in foster care. You're going to hear us talk about orphans. Those are two different populations, not one in the same. You're going to hear us talk about human trafficking victims. We are all we are going to talk about racism. You cannot talk about activism. You cannot talk about revival right. without talking about uh, racism and the effect that it has on the on the church, on the American church. Um, I think within the past couple of years, we have seen an influx in white supremacy. Um, we have seen an influx in, 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 I wouldn't even say we we're, we're experiencing influx. I'm just saying we're seeing an influx. We're seeing it more. Yeah. I, I believe that we've been a racist nation. Um, I believe that police officers have been killing black and brown people, um, for decades. We're just now seeing it on social media. Um, but, but I, I believe that it is an injustice, um, within itself, for um, the Christian church to act like it doesn't exist. I don't believe that you can say that you love Jesus and you love his people um, if you clearly turn a blind eye and turn your back on those who are oppressed. Um, and so you're going to hear us talk about that. And listen, this is not to bash. This is, there, this is in no form, um, no shape or form um, bashing, attacking. attacking, any of that. Um, we're open. This is this is for dialogue's sake. Um, this is hopefully so that you guys can hear our hearts. I know me. I try my hardest to be very balanced. Um, I'm extremely controversial, but I think that I'm balanced. Um, and I think that that just comes from the infilling of the Holy Spirit because me within my flesh, I think I'm, I'm not so balanced. Um, but I am full of the Holy Ghost. He li lives in me and through me and, yeah. and, and bridles my tongue. And so I try my hardest to be balanced. And I think Kelly might be a little bit more balanced than I am. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think that um, I always identify myself as a solutionist. And I also think that Ashley is a solutionist as well. And what that really means is that we're able to identify some problems and disparities between races, classes, sexes, and, and different things like that. Um, but identifying the problem really isn't enough. Talking mm -hmm. about the issues really are not enough. Um, it isn't enough 
action. And so what we've done in addition to the issues that we're going to talk about is we're going to give you at least three or four points to allow you to either champion these issues or bring about some change or impact that you can make using your time, talent, and treasures or whatever God called you to do. For instance, yes, I fight human trafficking, but all of you can help fight human trafficking. And we'll talk about how how that can be done. That doesn't mean that you have to march or walk or or you know work in a house with victims who have been human trafficking who have been exploited through human trafficking but guess what just you talking about it you sharing um, what you've learned in our podcast that can be you spreading awareness about an issue because awareness is always the first form of prevention Mm -hmm. and a lot of times people just don't know what they don't know and so we plan to bring some things that may have been hiding under the surface talk about them educate you on facts and properly state when it's our opinion versus a fact um, and then give you some practical steps that you can take whether it's contacting a member of your you know your your congressman or your senator or whether it's calling making a phone call or whether it's you know um maybe bringing us in to educate the people who you who you care about um to do an informational session or connecting with other people um who who may champion these causes so um because of that we're also offering something we call bonus episodes and that's when we're (laughs) inviting some special guests in to be able to talk about the work that they're doing on the ground and and how they want all of us to lock arms with them to be able to help their help you know push their cause along because one thing i've learned is that if you talk about human trafficking and you talk about it in in great length eventually it pours into foster care and adoption Mm -hmm. which is what Ashley's passionate about and then it also goes into like the family dynamics and then broken homes and then the prison to pipeline system and then it talks about it goes into systematic racism and then it goes into poverty and then it can even touch bases into um healthy foods and and so i I think that all of these things are kind of like this butterfly effect where one thing it may not directly impact but it's but it does impact in some way, shape, form, or fashion other issues. And so, and I think that that's like if, if believers could get that, yeah. then there would be no tr- no separation of church and anything. Like mm. if we could understand that we are called to dominate everything, right? Everything. We, we, we are supposed to be in the trenches when it's coming to, I mean, for the smallest things, like you said, diet and wellness, right? Mm. When we're talking about politics, when we're talking about finance, when we're, I mean, Christians should be dominating. We yep. should, we should care about everything. Absolutely. I was talking to, um, an intercessor and a prophet recently. And they were like, do you think that all prophets should be, should care about politics? And I was like, at some extent, yeah, absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? I I think that I think that all believers should care about politics to an extent. I'm not saying it all affects us. It affects our nation. Right. And so all of these things, none of these things are for us to to turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you you might not be as passionate about politics enough to go and run for you know, local congressman yeah. or, or, you know, um, learn any, any type of city official, but you should at least be prevy enough to, to open the newspaper, see mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. and know what to pray about. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day says, um, it said, 
don't just open your Bible, open your newspaper too. Right. Because you don't even know what's happening around you. Then you call yourself an intercessor. How can you pray about it's things lazy. you, you it's, don't it's, even know? It's, it's lazy really, Christianity. It's lazy Christianity. It's, I, I understand that there are bigger issues, but I don't want to spend the time to try to wrap my mind around this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend my time having to carry a burden mm-hmm. that's heavier than just getting my bills paid, you know, oh, yeah. like, like those type of things for me, that's not what my faith is not for my bills getting paid. Like <laughs> I can work hard to get mm-hmm. my bills paid. Yeah. Like that's, I, I, to be very honest, you don't need the Holy spirit to just to work and pay your bills. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's simple that, but when God calls us to have a faith that, that has the ability to shake shake the nation mm-hmm. it goes way past just paying our bills mm-hmm. this is when we start saying no i'm having th- i have faith that we're now going to begin to see policies change yeah i have faith that now we're going to be able to see um human trafficking ranks exposed and shut down mm. you know what i mean like yeah. that to me that's faith Absolutely. right and i'm not saying once again i'm not saying that this is compartmentalized christianity like i don't need the holy spirit to go to work like no i need i need the holy spirit in everything that i'm doing mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is you don't need an immense amount of faith to go to work, work hard and pay, pay your light bill. Like I'm not putting my faith. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not praying. I'm not putting my faith on my bills being paid. That's, that's minor. That, yeah. That's so, that's small. I should, we, we can do that. Yeah. I no. think what, I think, um, for those of you who listen and you're just ready to clap back uh, what she's, she's speaking to a more uh, mature believer. Um, because there, apostle Paul teaches us that, Hey, listen, it's cool to drink milk. But after a certain point in our walk with Christ, we should start eating the meat of things. And so um, as we all start on this journey, no matter where you are, um, we want to make sure that we elevate our faith to realize, uh, elevate our faith enough to trust God to change our prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Some of us have been praying about the same thing. God, you know, help me get out of debt. God, help me lose weight. God, and God is saying, listen, you don't need any more motivation. You need discipline. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, And so once we... So once we um, conquer those areas of our life, then God can really trust us with a greater level of responsibility. But I understand that sometimes having responsibility does intimidate people. But if you really want to maximize your full potential in, in God, and, and I'm really talking to those of you who feel as if you want more from God and you're really interested in maximizing your potential, you are on a mission to die empty. You're on a mission to be all that God called you to be. Then this podcast is especially for you because we're going to we're gonna show you how you can use whatever it is that God put on the inside of you um, to bring a to bring um, social change and justice in the world that we all live in. And Kelly, that all that, what that really is, is just being a disciple. <laughs> like, a disciplined like, one. <laughs> be a disciple. Like we don't see not one time in the new Testament where there was an idle disciple. Like mm. there's, it, it, we, you don't find it. Right. When people yeah. talked about the disciples in New Testament, they said stuff like these are those people who shake the world. They turn the, the world, world upside, upside down. down. <laughs> like it wasn't though. Those are the people who got their card note paid. Like yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't small. Like those are small. They're mediocre, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like the disciples, they were not OK with just like these little things that we call miracles today. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't okay with that. They, they were not, they weren't fine with that. Matter it, of fact, they were able to meet each other's needs so that they did not have to rely on, on. miracles for that type come of stuff. On. Right. So when you see people, they were living together, what were they doing? If you need a car, guess what? I'm, I'm going to just give you a car. Why, why are we going to pray and ask the Lord 
to rain down a car from heaven. No, I'm just going <laughs> to give you my car and we're going to believe in God to do the, the, the impossible. Yeah. Right. We're going to mm-hmm. believe in God to make the impossible possible. Yeah. Cause those you know? are miracles the, we actually need God to, God to intervene, uh, God to intervene. Right. But, but I believe that the state of the local church is that we're, we're looking, our expectations for miracles are so small. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen somebody on Facebook just yesterday and it was like, you know, I needed a miracle. I told the Lord I needed my, 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 um, my gas to be full. Right. And I got in my car and the gas was full and I'm like, okay, do I believe that God did that for that person? Yeah. I, it, it could be likely that the Lord, you know, filled up their gas tank. Mm-hmm. But why, why, why would that be all that we need from him? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, that's great. I'm not saying like, we don't need that type mm-hmm. of miracle, but I'm saying, but I, God is God. Like he, yeah. he can surely do more than that. But I think he also has to speak to people exactly where they are. Yeah, so right absolutely. Now they have, so I think through this conversation, we're going to, the Bible says that he gives all of us a measure of faith. Yeah. And some of us have faith to, to cause the sun to, to not shine. And <laughs> some of us have mm-hmm. faith to raise up dead bodies and, and others have faith to say, God, please keep my lights on. <laughs> right. And, yep. and so I think we just that, have to, I, we we're supposed to be progressing. Yeah. You know, and so I, I think this conversation is going to allow people to progress. Yeah. 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 Cause even when you look in, and when it says having faith, the size of a mustard seed, mm-hmm. you know, like that, I don't think that that's just talking about a size. I think it's also talking about the, the quality of the seed, mm. right? Because a mustard seed is the fastest growing seed once it's planted. Mm. You know, so it's like it's not just about me having small faith. It's, ha- it's me also having faith that once it's planted, it grows yeah. like it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, so that's my soapbox. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. This is our first podcast. Um, I'm so excited to explore more of these conversations with my sister friend Kelly um, and a lot of the other people that we bring on this podcast. Um, once again, you guys, you guys are diving in to listen to me and Kelly's thoughts our raw thoughts. Some of these are unfiltered, right? <laughs> um, you might hear me say something and Kelly might be like, nah, Ash, that's not what that means. And you might hear <laughs> us go back and forth. Um, this is healthy. This is healthy, you guys. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys tuned in for our first podcast. Listen, if we said anything today that blessed you, you are in for a treat for the rest of these podcasts. I'm telling you, it's only going to get better from here. Absolutely. And so we're just going to leave you with the motivational moment. And that is just to um, be open to God strengthening your faith. Um, Ask God tonight, Lord, change my prayer request. You know, for those of us who've been asking God for, you know, very minimal things, try, try, ask God for the hard thing. Ask God for the thing that you're afraid to ask him for. You know, um, one thing that I've learned is that the currency of the kingdom is souls. Mm -hmm. And so ask God, Lord, how can I how can I help win souls? How, what can I do to give back? And and how can you use me on my job? How can you use me in school? How can you use me when I'm just driving down the street or walking my dog? I promise you that he'll give you the answer for all those things. Yeah. So our prayer is that this, this um, podcast will educate you. It will inspire you. But it will also cause you to be moved. And so that you would, um, after after the, the episode ends, you will be able to sit back and reflect and say, you know what? I'm about to put my hands to the plow and I'm never, ever going to look back. So thank you for tuning in to our first podcast. Um, Please make sure that you subscribe and that you share 
And if you're on Instagram or Facebook, like us. Um, we are on Instagram as Activism and Revival, and we're on Facebook under the same. And if you want to stay up to date with our email, um, with our email newsletters that come out about once a month, um, you can uh, go to our website and do www.activismandrevival.com. And we look forward to connecting with you, locking arms with you, and maybe one day meeting you on the field. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. Bye.